<laughs> hell, well, well, hello, Atlanta Sports fans. How are you? Uh, a bit of a technical difficulty starting out. I've got a brand new camera, and I thought I had uh, switched it over to the old camera because I'm not quite happy with how this one's doing. So that's the reason for the delayed start. I had to reach up and flip that camera lens open. But how the heck are you, Atlanta? And if you look behind me, no more ominous background. We this is the new home, the new studio for Believe in Atlanta Sports. We uh, we got some paint up. You can still see the uh, little uh, blinder uh, back there. I actually use that for my voiceover business when I record, but that's going to be out of the room. Still got a little more foam to hang up over here, but you can kind of see we got some memorabilia back here. Oh, sorry, that was the lighting, which is not the uh, the uh, permanent lighting. We're still a work in progress here. Like I said, humble humble beginnings. Uh, uh, here at Believe in Atlanta Sports, but I, I wanted to get back to you because, again, this whole room was torn apart. We had to sand walls and patch, repaint, hang foam, obviously, but when we took the old foam down, there were these little adhesives uh, that were on the wall, and you would not believe how they were stuck to that wall. It was like Bondo or something. Like They should get into another line of business. Like They should market these little adhesive tabs to, to hold something together uh, because I put acetone on there, goof off, goo gone, denatured alcohol. People were telling me to use Dawn soap to get fabric softener and mix it with water and spray it on there. Nothing was working. And then finally an $8 razor scraper from Home Depot did the trick. Uh, so that's where we've been. Uh, but now we're here, we're back. And what are we going to talk about? Well, obviously, the uh, the coaching saga with the Atlanta Falcons is still ongoing, and we did get new news today, and, and probably we'll, we'll talk about this first. We got new news, which wasn't much news. Uh, I would say new news is no news on Stetson Bennett, and uh, it, it, his future is uncertain with the L.A. Rams. Sean McVay did come out and say that he didn't know if, if Bennett would be on the team next year, but that he was doing better, and my question is, what exactly is going on? And it's not just on my mind, it's on everyone's mind. What is going on with Stetson Bennett? Is, is it an illness? Is it alcohol-related? We don't know. And it's very much shrouded in mystery. And, and again, uh, I can respect his privacy. I'm, I'm just really surprised that somewhere someone hasn't figured out, you know, how to glean that information and make it public. I'm not saying that it should be public. It's just a big mystery, um, and and we haven't heard from him or his family, friends, no one. It, it has been very quiet, and, and unless I don't know how to search on the internet, which I do struggle at times, so, uh, it, it, it's just it's very hush hush. So uh, the, the main thing is, I just hope Stetson's okay. Uh, it, it you know, according to McVeigh, he's doing better, but what was he like before he, he just seemed like uh, everything was going well he was competing for that backup job uh even kind of you know uh lighting a fire not that he needed it but you know he was kind of getting a little uh, fire under uh Stafford's butt you know giving him some competition pushing him to be better and uh, everything seemed to be going out, uh, well out there in LA and then you know you get the ad uh, the ad the article one day the, the the news release that says uh you know he's he's leaving the team it's undisclosed and I believe they used the term illness. And that was about it. We don't know. So Stetson, uh, you, you, chances of you seeing this are probably pretty slim. But uh, we're thinking about you. And uh, we hope you get back soon. And we hope you get back to playing football. 
because we know you love it. And, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, have said that he needs a job or he'll need a job and he should come to Atlanta with that new coach. But, uh, uh, you know, Falcons fans, if, if that's what you're hoping for, you know, don't don't put all your eggs in that basket. Uh, you know, we love football. We love to be entertained. We love to talk about it. We love to have our opinions. But at the end of the day, there are a lot more important things in life than the National Football League and a game that uh, those gentlemen are very lucky, and, and they know this, very lucky to be playing uh, for a lot of money. So, uh, you know, that's – and, again, not a lot on that subject. It just came out today that McVay said uh, he didn't think he would be back with the team. It's kind of up in the air. It's kind of questionable. So, uh, at the end of the day, just, man, I, I hope you get well, Stetson. I hope you are well. And uh, I, I know it's just our own morbid curiosity. We're just all wondering what happened and what's going on. And uh, maybe in time, uh, the L.A. Rams and Stetson Bennett will, will be ready to release a statement. Maybe not. Maybe he comes back and we never know what happened. Uh, that's his business. Uh, but it does it does uh, I won't, it doesn't eat away at me, but it does make me wonder sometimes just uh, what exactly is going on. Um, but that's that. You're probably also wondering that, uh, hey, Robert, you know, if this is a. An Atlanta sports show. What is that NC hat you're wearing? Well, I, I'm just going to give a shout out. This is the North Cobb Warriors. I used to uh, do color for them. They had a live stream. Uh, it was actually with the former producer of the uh, Atlanta Braves radio broadcast, uh, Grandma Giffen, oddly enough. Uh, that's a story for another time, though. But, yeah, I spent a couple of seasons doing that. And uh, that that uh, project ended. But I still follow the team. Uh, great bunch of guys over there. And actually their head coach, Shane Queen, Coach Queen, hell of a guy. He is the winning active coach in all of Cobb County. Uh, and you may, uh, you'll may you probably recognize a lot of their players. Uh, they just put a lot of guys in, and they do put a lot of guys in the NFL. Darren Waller is an alumni of North Cobb. Uh, Malachi Singleton, he is uh, at Arkansas right now. David Eziomume is another uh, uh, name you'll hear. Um, and I don't know why I can't remember his name. He's at Georgia right now. He transferred in his senior season, played on that team. Denial on Morrison, or Denial on Morissette, I, I believe is his name. Uh, he transferred in, though, and played his last season at North Cobb. And I'm sorry, Denial on, if you see this and I messed your name up. But yeah, another North Cobb alumni that uh, went on to college. A lot of guys. Very talented uh, football team over there with Shane Queen. Coach Robert Ingram does a great job with those guys. Uh, Dallas White uh, is on that staff as well. Uh, he handles a lot of the uh, social stuff and um, kind of the logistics, the day-to-days uh, with the team and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, just a great group of folks over there. So that's why I'm wearing the hat. And I couldn't decide which one to wear anyway, and this one was kind of laying there. And I said, you know what, I'll throw my North Cobb Warriors hat on and uh, give them a shout-out while we're here. So there's the shout-out. And if you ever get a chance, run down uh, to the stadium, uh, Emory Sewell Stadium, and check those guys out. They're an exciting bunch of uh, – players to watch and uh man they've got some guys in the pipeline too they're just reloading they got a lot of talent um man a state championship eluded them they, they had some really good squads over the last few years and they just haven't been able to get over the hump with that but moving on moving on to bigger and better things not that we couldn't talk about north cobb all night because uh it's a great school great football team great high school football team they play buford every year dylan riola was actually uh, in town to play i did not get to make it over i had plans but uh He's moved on to Nebraska, but I think the topic at hand, the question on everyone's mind, it's it's on Twitter. It's being bantered about who is going to coach the Atlanta Falcons. 
it seems that Arthur Blank is making a really, really big push for uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, there's rumors that he's been on his yacht down in the Virgin Islands. Uh, he has interviewed. We do know that. What I know is I do not want him. Um, I've never met Bill Belichick. I don't know what kind of person he is. I just think his time in the NFL has come and gone. Uh, you, you can't, you, you know, you can't uh, trash the resume. You can't say he's not one of the uh, most prolific NFL head coaches that's ever lived. He's got, uh, you know, some of these, uh, I think six of them to, uh, you know, point to, but that's the thing. What has he done since Brady left? And the answer is not much. His record is about on par with what Arthur Smith was. Smith was the last three seasons. So, I, I just don't think he's the guy, and uh, I have an acquaintance. He's a long-time uh, – he was a long-time uh, employee for the Atlanta Falcons, 12 seasons, I believe. Um, that relationship ended uh, with some shenanigans that went down with the Patriots, actually. Uh, but he said, uh, you know, on the days uh, – he was kind of a, uh, a liaison to the other team, and, and his comment was that, you know, he, he just didn't like their uh, – the atmosphere around the Patriots, uh, the, 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 oh my God, why am I having such a brain spasm? The culture, he said the culture was, uh, not very good. And, and I, I just don't think he's a fit here. I don't think Bill Belichick is what we need. A lot of the fan base is with me. Now there's other people of the fan base that are like, what have we got to lose? Let's come on. I just think it would be another failed experiment. I, I don't think Bill Belichick, and he's not going to, it's not like he's going to come here and talk Brady out of retirement or call Matt Ryan and say, Matt, you got a little gas left in the tank. Come to Atlanta. Let's go to a Super Bowl. No, he's going to, he's 71 years old and he's going to have to work with a young quarterback, most likely, unless they can go out and find a veteran quarterback that's available. We have talked about that before on the, on the uh, live streams I've done, but we don't know. We just don't know. It's going to be fun to watch the offseason as we and, and a lot of things are going to pick up after the Super Bowl. Things, you know, not that things don't happen, but, you know, during the playoffs and the Super Bowl, things are kind of quiet. But as soon as the season is officially over for everyone, that's when you sort of see uh, the ball get rolling. And, and we could name a coach this week. You never know. I, I know the Falcons are probably not going to rush that decision. But if there is someone that I would like, it would be Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator from the Baltimore Ravens. Young guy. This doesn't matter. It's just a personal preference for me that I like. He has ties to the state of Georgia. He was actually a linebacker's coach at Cedar Schultz High School in Athens, Georgia, while he was attending the University of Georgia. Then he was on that staff. He joined Mark Rick's staff, actually. And uh, he's he's actually risen quite rapidly through the ranks. Uh, most recently, he was the D coordinator at Michigan, and he made a uh, million bucks a year. And that was kind of uh, astonishing at the time. That was like, holy cow you know, a salary. It was record-breaking, if I'm not mistaken. So to go from where he's been, he's only 36 years old, young guy. I like him. I think it's just what we need. You get him in here, he's young, he's hungry, he's got the fire, he wants to win. The only question was, would be is, is he ready? And, and, and are you ever, no matter how many years of, uh, you know, D coordinator, O coordinator, whatever position you may hold on a team, are you ever really ready to take the helm of an NFL franchise, no matter what age you are? It's a big job. It's a lot of responsibility. But, you know, Mike Tomlin was 36, I believe, when he took over the Steelers. McVay was much younger when he took the Rams job. I think he was, man, 32 or 33, maybe. So 
you know, I, I haven't seen a lot of press on him. I haven't seen a lot of his interviews, but from what I've read and what I've seen, you know, of his coaching work, he's a, he's a, he's a fiery competitor and a, uh, you know, a, a solid leader. And uh, that's who I would like. They interviewed Harbaugh today or yesterday. I don't want that shit show here. I, again, I'm not saying anything about Harbaugh's character. I don't know the man, don't know the family. I just don't think, no, I don't think, I know I don't want that just kind of toxicity around the organization. I mean, he was suspended twice for NCAA violations. Uh, and seemingly is, and, and again, here's another thing that just popped in my head that I read about. He's he's drafting a contract with the University of Michigan as we speak in case he does not take an NFL job. I personally think that Jim Harbaugh is going to take an NFL job. He's flirted with it for years now. It's where he wants to get back to. His brother is the coach of the Ravens. So I think that's very much where he wants to be. But let me get back to the main point that I was making here is he very much is drafting a contract. And in that contract, it states that no matter what the NCAA finds or doesn't find, that he can't be fired. Now, if you're going to claim innocence and you're going to claim no wrongdoing, which he has done, he's done it. He has said he was unaware of the sign-stealing scheme and unaware of some of these violations. And the NCAA, as we know, is still dragging their feet and going along, and, and eventually they will hand down some sanctions and they will punish Michigan and hold them accountable. I think they're going to strip them of that title and vacate the wins. That's a whole other story we could get into for another time, but we won't right now because I got a soapbox for that. I paid money to go to that school. I paid a lot of money to attend an IT cybersecurity program there, and I bought my Michigan hat. I bought my Michigan shirt. I said, hey, I'm enrolled. I'm a student. I didn't go. I didn't hit the campus. I went online three nights a week for over a year, and I graduated. I have a piece of paper that says I completed a course in IT and cybersecurity from the engineering school at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. And I was going to go to some games, and I said, hey, I'll root for the Wolverines as long as they're not playing my dogs or it doesn't have anything, you know, it doesn't kind of, uh, you know, step on George's toes because that's where my football, uh, you know, is uh, college football is bread. That's my bread and butter. You know, that's where my bread is buttered with the University of Georgia. I attended there as well. And I am a diehard, died in the wool, dog fan, card carrying. And uh, but the seemingly and we're doing it anyway, we're just going to get on the soapbox for a little bit. The seemingly lack of accountability up there between everyone and they're trying to create this narrative of it's us against the world and it's a witch hunt. No, you got caught. So own it. Just accept accountability and own it, please, for the love of God. So that's all I'll say about that now. Maybe we'll do a whole nother episode about Michigan football. But again, I just, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm not saying he's not a good person. I've just something about him in his interviews and, and how, how he's carried himself at Michigan just rubs me the wrong way. And who's to say, you know, that uh, he may come here and win the Super Bowl for us. I don't care who it is. I, I, I can tell you I don't want Belichick. I just want a strong vocal leader, someone who's going to stand out, someone who's going to bring some energy and some life into the city and this fan base. I think we need a dynamic coach. Now, I, sh I don't think that should, uh, you know, take precedence over their skill or what they bring to the table, but I would like someone with a little more personality, you know. Uh, just to kind of get get Atlanta fans excited about football again. We want a winner. That, that, that's really at the end of the day when you think about it. Atlanta just wants a winner. 
And we've been a winner before, but I'll say this, and I say it all the time, and you Falcons fans know just as well as I do. We've been talking about it for almost a decade now. If you've listened to any of our prior podcasts or shows, you know as well, we got things to fix. And it's been the same problem for a long time now. Another thing I can tell you is I do not want to trade that eight pick to the Bears for Justin Fields, for crying out loud. Again, watched him play locally around here, around Harrison High School. I don't live too far from here. Sure, he's a hell of a guy. I just don't think he's going to pan out. The Bears, uh, what is this, season three for him? They're already looking to get rid of him. They're already thinking about drafting Caleb Williams. From what I understand, Caleb Williams wants assurance that the Bears aren't going to draft him. But who knows if that's really true? You can't believe everything you see on the Internet. You can't believe everything you read and hear in the sports media world these days. Anyway, a lot of it is speculation and hot takes. And, you know, you just have to kind of, you know, uh, sift through the bullshit and, and find the real truth. But, again, at this point, it, it doesn't seem like there's a, a strong favorite, a heavy favorite to coach the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, no one's kind of pulled ahead, not from anything I've seen or heard from the people I know. But uh, at the end of the day, my, my pick's Mike McDonald. I'd love to hear who your pick is. You can find us on Twitter at BelieveNATL66. You can also email us at Believe. Oh, my God, I don't, you know, I should be better prepared when I do these things. I thought I had it committed to memory, and I don't. It's BelieveATL66 at gmail.com. But, hey, at the very least, you can just uh, watch this live stream and laugh at what a fool I'm making of myself. Because I'm going live and uh, putting myself out on the internet for people to watch, and uh, you know, I didn't I didn't have all my shit together. But uh, you know, sometimes the best shows come from when you just kind of shoot from the hip. And that's what I did tonight because I just wanted to get on, let you guys peep the new the new background, uh, where we're going to be coming from, and talk a little more Falcons football and, and who do we think might be coming in to coach this team. And uh, man, I, I just uh, I'm ready to know the answer. I'm ready to know so they can get to work because the Falcons uh, do have a lot of work to do. They've got to fix that D-line, the, the pass rush we've been talking about. seems like for ages. I think the last really good solid pass rusher we had was John Abraham. <laughs> you know, and uh, red, red zone has been a thing. O-line did improve. They are improving. Uh, I, I hope they continue to gel and, and they, uh, you know, get some continuity there. Those are our three big ones, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who we get come draft day. If we hang on to that eight pick – or we trade it and try to go up a little higher and grab a quarterback, or we get a veteran. Who knows, really? I really have no idea. But what I do know, and this is crazy, this is absolutely insane. I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but we are less than 30 days, less than a month away from leather popping down in Orlando, and what an exciting season of Atlanta Braves baseball this is shaping up to be. We got Chris Sale. And if you haven't been watching, go read up. They just extended Anthopolis. I believe he's here through the 2032 season now. If that contract goes to the end, we all know how sports work. You can sign a 15-year deal and be, all, be gone in three, you know, either by trade or being fired or whatever. But Anthopolis just brought in a haul in the international pool. We signed uh, signed a lot of great players. He's, he's loading up that farm system again because it was depleted. It was depleted. Oh, my goodness, folks. I got hats falling off the wall here. I don't know if you saw that. I, I have hat hooks hung up here, and one of them just fell down and knocked a can over, scared the bejesus out of me right here live on YouTube. Uh, but let's go back to that. Yeah, so the farm uh, system was pretty much, uh, you know, ransacked when, when everybody came up. You know, Albies was down there. He's up. 
Grissom came up. Now he's out in Boston for sale because we got sale here. Acuna, Michael Harris, Austin Riley, you know, everybody. Uh, and we traded Shea Langoliers to the A's when we got Matt Olson. So, yeah, we uh, the farm system was looking a little bleak, but they're they're loading it back up. They're stocking it back up to develop some more talent to bring up. And, uh, you know, because these guys are, are still young, but, you know, time's going to go by. These guys are going to get older. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of how it's going to go. So you always got to have something in the pantry to pull out and um, in case of injury. And I guess, you know, I'm going to save it for another episode. I'm, I, I do want to talk about Ronald Acuna. I love the guy, but he is playing an awful lot of baseball. And that can be a bad thing. And, and I'll save that for another show. Uh, I do want to tell you, uh, I'm working on trying to figure out the logistics of turning this into the podcast. So you can go to Apple Podcasts. We are on uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We're all over the place. Uh, I just don't have I, my, the gear that uh, will allow me to turn it into a podcast is on back order. I don't have it here yet. There's, supposedly, there's a way I can do it when I'm done here, but I have not figured it out yet. I've watched videos and I'm trying to figure out a way to get this to you because the, the, uh, the idea is to go live three nights a week try to gain some traction, get some of you guys to jump on in here with me and ask some questions and, and toss some things around, you know, kick it around. But after that, I'm going to turn that into a podcast and you can listen to it the next day. Maybe you're not a YouTube person. Maybe you just want to listen in your car while you're driving on the way to work. But also, this is for all you Atlanta fans that are scattered about the world. There's some of you overseas. There's uh, We also have European fans. Uh, we have European Falcons fan clubs and Braves fan clubs in Australia, New Zealand. Asia, South America, Central America, all over the place. This is for you. You, you can't be here in the city to uh, watch and keep keep your pulse on it. Now, you know, the, the world is connected to everything, too. So it's not like I'm doing any of you a favor in delivering, you know, these nuggets of, uh, you know, uh, truth or these little gold nuggets of Atlanta sports news. You can get it wherever you want. Uh, I would just like to be uh, your your sports news provider. If, you, if you're wondering what's going on in the world of Atlanta sports you can tune into my YouTube channel here, Believe in Atlanta Sports, or you can go to Believe.com and download the podcast when we get there. But like I said, we uh, we're doing not really a rebranding, but a uh, you know a, a revamp of the show, a refresh of the show. I am doing it here now from my home, my home studio that I have decorated up, and I still got some finishing touches. But uh, yeah, shorter shorter shows. We're at about twenty two minutes now. We're gonna try to keep it between. 20 and 40 minutes, depending on, you know, what we're, what we're getting into and, and how things are going. Now, there's nobody on with me now, but again, I wouldn't expect anyone to be because I haven't been at this very long. I uh, just made this decision towards the end of the year to uh, move forward uh, with this project by myself, which if, if you want to be a host, if you want to be a guest, feel free to reach out because once again, we are BelieveATL66 at gmail.com. You can hit me up there. You can find us at Believe in ATL 66 on Twitter. Hit me up there. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to talk Atlanta sports. Doesn't matter if you work at Krispy Kreme, uh, the Exxon gas station, the old change place. If you're an Atlanta sports fan, I want to hear what you have to say. Let's talk. I want to know how you're feeling about how the Falcons are doing. I want to know how you feel about the Atlanta Braves and the moves they've made. And do you think we've done enough to compete seriously for a world title this year? And, and if we stare down the Phillies again, do we have the moxie to take them down, the energy to uh, get up and, and show those boys who's boss? Because they have gotten the best of us these past two years, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I know you don't like it either. We open up the year 
the regular season. We open up with a three-game set with the Phils. That's going to be an exciting one. I'm pretty sure it's up in Philly at Citizens Bank. I do not think it's down here in Atlanta, but I got a nephew up there, so maybe I can get up there and see him and, uh, and attend that game. I will proudly wear my Braves gear, but I may have to take a raincoat with all the things that may be hurled at me <laughs> because we know Philly fans are tough. And uh, I've said this before. I, uh, some Philly fans, they go too far sometimes. They just go too far. Uh, now, Atlanta fans can too. I'm not going to sit here and say that we can't because, uh, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I, I, I say it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, sports teams' fan bases have those people that take it personally. Uh, I, I used to be one of those people. I'm, I'm no longer that because I just – you know, realized one afternoon long ago that while I'm emotionally invested, I'm not on the payroll. So if Atlanta loses or the University of Georgia, any, you know, any of my teams, if they lose, nothing happens to me. There's not going to be, there's not a line on my paycheck that says, you know, Falcons loss or, or Braves victory. I don't get extra money. Uh, nothing happens to me other than the fact that I'm just disappointed my team couldn't pull out the win. But, uh, you know, there's people out there that, God, they break their TVs. They, they throw their cat across the house. They uh, they go absolutely bonkers. Now, a lot of those guys or, and gals, uh, I've definitely seen some girls go pretty pretty batty over uh, <laughs> some uh, Atlanta sports losses. But a lot of them uh, are financially invested. They have put money on the game, and uh, I do not do that. I am not gifted enough to, uh, to, to bet successfully. I'm sure if I listen to some podcasts and talk to some people, I could uh, maybe figure out the betting world a little bit and how to play it. But uh, I'm just not interested in that. I, I, uh, now, not interested doesn't mean I don't look at the line and tell my buddies, ah, you know, Georgia opened up as a minus seven, you know, or, or hey, next season the Braves are, uh, you know, leading the charge in Vegas. Uh, they got the best odds to win the World Series. I, I do pay attention as far as that go. Uh, and actually, I'm going to try to get uh, J.J. Gruden on here Um Strangely enough, the IT company I work for uh, offers IT support to the company he works for. And if you don't know who J.J. Gruden is, uh, that is Jay Gruden's son, uh, John Gruden's nephew. He works for a flooring company in South Florida, and he's a really good dude. And he I follow him on Twitter. Uh, he does a lot of uh, podcasts and everything uh, concerning betting and uh, sports betting and, and uh, you know, how to, how to make money doing it, uh, if I could figure that out. Boy, that's probably all I'd do. But I hate losing money so much that I would I would be a timid better. Uh, I, I don't have the cash to just hang it all out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, um, again, we're gonna round this show out just by telling you, hey guys, uh, we we appreciate you listening if you listen. We appreciate you watching if you watch. I uh, you know once we get things a little more settled down and we get more of a permanent schedule, I hope to see you, some of you guys on the live feed with me. And uh, we can go back and forth and I can answer questions or maybe maybe we can have some debates. Hopefully they don't get too messy, because like I said, man, in 2024, I am out here to spread the love. We need more love in Atlanta. They, you know, uh, we need to bring some of that love from the city of brotherly love down here, uh, you know, up in Philly, down here to Atlanta. We need more love. We are always at each other's throats. I feel like at this fan base, we're always at each other's throats. We're always complaining about something, and I think we need to we need to band up. We need to unify. We need to get behind our teams. We need to get behind one another, 
And if you don't think that makes a difference, it does. You know, they talk about the sixth man, the, the, the 12th man, the 10th man, you know, whatever sport you're, you're referring to, that extra player that is the fan base, um, you know, and, and that's that's my goal. That's my goal is to take uh, – try to convince some of you or maybe not convince but just show you, hey, it doesn't have to be a 24-7 stress fest to watch Atlanta sports. You don't have to get so upset when things don't go your way or they don't hire your coach or they trade away your favorite player. Hey, it's just a business. It's just a business. It's the business of business. It gets done every day. You know, players come, players go. I like when they stick around. Uh, I, I wish it wasn't like that because, uh, you know, I'd like to get a jersey every once in a while to hang on the wall or maybe wear to a game. But in the nature of the business, you, you just don't know anymore. You don't see a lot of Chipper Joneses or uh, Derek Jeters or Cal Ripkins. You know, they, they come up through the ranks with a team. They make their debut and they stay there their whole career. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of athletes these days uh, chase the almighty dollar. They, uh, you know, we saw it happen with Freddie. Uh, he went, he went hunting. He, he looked outside. He started courting the other girls, like Chipper said, and uh, he didn't make it back home from the prom. He wound up somewhere else. So it's uh, these days, it's it's a little bit more about money and what can you do for me? I'm afraid than uh, being being with a uh, an organization you're comfortable with. You know, I, I thought for sure Freddie would sign, and because he would be looking across the diamond, you know, at familiar faces for years to come, and all these guys would be locked up. But that's not how it happened. But I do. That's one thing I want to stress, guys. I know we all have our opinions and we have our feelings. But at the end of the day, when they make this pick, when they make this coaching hire, which they're going to do soon, I don't know how soon. Could be a week. Could be. Could be tonight. Who knows? Things move fast. Sometimes they move slow. We're going to keep our finger on the pulse here at Believe in Atlanta Sports and try to watch our alerts and see and get that news out to you as quickly as I can because maybe maybe I see it before you. You know, Maybe you're working the night shift and you, know, you can't have your phone or you, you can't check in. But please, whatever happens, let's give them a chance. Even if it's Bill Belichick, let's just give him a chance. Give him a chance to see you know, what he can do. Give him a chance to prove himself. Give him a chance to win. Be supportive of Arthur and Terry and Rich and the rest of the organization and say, you know what, if this is our guy, then this is our guy. I'm going to roll with him. So let's do that. Let's do that in Atlanta with the Braves. Let's do it with the Dogs, whoever, the Hawks, the Dream, the United. Let's just be more supportive. That's my message tonight. Let's be more supportive. I'm not saying you're not allowed to have your opinion. I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel angry about the Belichick hire. But at the end of the day, we got to watch this team. It's our team. We're fans. Let's be great fans and just say, okay, if it's Bill, it's Bill. We support you, Bill. We're behind you. We're going to come down to the stadium. We're going to buy tickets. If it's Harbaugh, it's Harbaugh. You know, so be it. That being said, I was it was nice jumping on here with you and, and getting some content out and saying hello to all you folks in, in Atlanta. And, man, I'm telling you, we love you. We need you. Keep coming back. Hit me up with some emails. Hit me up with some topics. This is a, this is a show for fans. Bye, fans. And with that being said, good night, Atlanta. We love you, and we need you. We'll see you next time.